afternoon. Greetings once again in the name of the Lord Jesus and welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in Scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace taught a lesson on the common salvation. Today, Pastor Pace is out again and so we'll play one of his most important messages on the Godhead. You don't want to miss it. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. But now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and we welcome you to the Word of Truth broadcast. We thank the Lord for His grace, His mercy, His love, His kindness. Today, I want to draw your attention to 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. Apostle Paul, writing to his son in the gospel, Timothy, he says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. I want to talk about this today. God manifest in the flesh. Paul says without controversy, without argument, great is the mystery of godliness. The word mystery is broken down to mean secret. It's a secret. It's a mystery that only God can reveal. And great is the mystery of godliness in that God was manifest in the flesh. The word manifest means made apparent to the senses, made apparent to the sight or the mind. It's evident, obvious, clear, made plain, made known. And so, God was made known in the flesh. Now, let's talk about who God is. The Bible says in Genesis 1 and 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And Jesus described God when he said that God is a spirit. God is one spirit, and his spirit fills the universe. God is omnipresent. And so there is only one God and only one Spirit, and that is the Spirit of God. And we know that God is the only one, as the first commandment or first uh, commandment that was said unto Israel is to hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. Amen. That was the truth of who God was, one Lord, one God. Amen. And we can see that God, who is a spirit, he abides alone. In Isaiah 43 and 10, it says, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant who I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. 
And we so see that God says that he is God, that he is God, and that there is no other God formed, and neither shall there be after him, that he is the Lord, and beside him there is no Savior. Amen. In Isaiah 44 and 9, it says, I am the Lord, the first and the last. And beside me, there is no God. In verse 8, he says, is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. So we must come to the understanding that God, who is a spirit, is just one God, and there is no other God with him. Amen. Now, I know that many people teach that God is a trinity, and they say that one God in three persons, and that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Well, if that's the case, that would make three gods because they are supposed to be co-equal and co-eternal. But the Bible does not bear that out. If you notice, the word Trinity is not in the Bible. The word triune Godhead is not in the Bible. Amen. The phrase God the Son is not in the Bible. The phrase God the Holy Ghost is not in the Bible. The second person of the Godhead is not in the Bible. These are man-made terms that they have come up with to try to understand from man's carnal perspective of who God is. But when you read the scriptures, you plainly see that there is just one God who is one spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is he as God alone. In Isaiah 44 and verse number 24, amen, he again makes it very, very plain, where he says, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord that maketh all things, that stretcheth forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. So God said that he is one, that he alone stretched forth the heavens, that he spread it abroad, spread it abroad the earth by himself, that there is no other God with him. Amen. So this is God the Father. Yes, he is. He's the father of all creation. He is the father of all men as he created man from the dust of the earth. So God the Father, yes, that who is God is. He is God the Father. But we must come to understand that this one God, who is a spirit, amen, Paul said, was manifest in the flesh, or made known in the flesh. Praise the Lord. And so we see that when Jesus Christ was born, he was born the Son of God according to the flesh. Amen. We know that Jesus Christ, as the Son, was not co-eternal, that he was not with God. Amen. Only in the mind and the thoughts of God, because God made it plain in Scripture that beside him there is no other God, and that there will be no other God formed but him that he is the one that created the heavens and the earth by himself. 
And so when God is manifest in the flesh, come in the flesh, then we see, praise God, that God, who is the Holy Ghost, because there's only one spirit, amen, he conceived in Mary the seed, hallelujah, that would bring forth the Son of God. And we see as Matthew, amen, wrote about, amen, quoting Isaiah, when Matthew said that, that uh, that which is conformed in thee is of the Holy Ghost, is what he told Mary. Amen. And Matthew wrote in 123, he said, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Amen. Israel understood that there was only one God. That's why they wanted to stone Jesus, because he being a man, make himself equal with God. Hallelujah. Being a man, saying that he was God, when there's only one God. But what they didn't understand was that one God was made known in the flesh. God, that was God with us. God with us. Isaiah wrote in 35, in verse 4, he says, Say to them that of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not, behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing, for the wilderness shall break, borders break out, and streams in the desert. So Isaiah is saying that when your God comes, the eyes of the blind will be opened. The ears of the deaf will be unstopped. The lame man will leap as a heart. He will be healed. This is exactly what happened when Jesus came. He came and he healed the sick, opened the blinded eyes, raised the dead. That was their God that was with them. Hallelujah. Amen. As Matthew wrote it, quoting Isaiah, Emmanuel, which being interpreted as God with us. And so when God was manifest in the flesh, made known in the flesh, amen, his spirit conceived in Mary, that seed, amen, that was born the son of God. So Jesus is the son of God according to the flesh. Amen. According to the flesh, Jesus is the son of God. Amen. Because there's one body and one spirit. When you read about God and the Father, you think spirit. When you read about Son, you think flesh. That's why Jesus said, I of my own self can do nothing. Amen. Because he knew that the flesh was weak. But it was God, hallelujah, that was manifest and made known the flesh. And that's why 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 19 says this, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So we see that, again, God the Father was in Christ. That's why in John chapter 14, when Philip, he asked Jesus, he said, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. But Jesus said, Philip, have I been so long time with you, in verse 9, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. How sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, 
Amen. I speak not of myself, but the father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. So where was God the father? He was in Jesus Christ. And that's why Jesus Christ is God the father made known in the flesh. Not God the son made known in the flesh. No, God the father made known in the flesh for the father dwelleth in him. Amen. And so we see this is God manifested in the flesh. That's who Jesus Christ is. Jesus Christ is God manifest, made known in the flesh. Amen. God didn't send somebody else to come to save the world. No, he came himself. He clothed himself in flesh. Hallelujah. Was made manifest and made known in the flesh to come and save mankind. Amen. And Jesus, hallelujah, according to the flesh, amen, yielded himself to the father that dwelleth in him. Amen. To live a life without sin. Amen. Well, my time is up today. Tune in next week again as I will continue to talk about this great God manifest in the flesh. I'm Pastor Joel Place. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Pace. There is only one God, and I want to know him more. This revelation is so important. Well, that concludes today's edition of The Word of Truth. If you would like more information or a home Bible study, please just give us a call. Our phone number is 214-391-0017. And we would love to have you join us for church service. We want you to feel the power of God like never before. So come and visit us. We're located at 2930 North St. Augustine Drive in Dallas, Texas. Again, we ask you to subscribe to the Word of Truth podcast. It would really help us spread the word if you would leave us a five-star review and a comment. So go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search for Grace and Truth Apostolic Church. All of this information is on the website, gtacdallas.com. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.